0: Lord. Amen. thank can praise God for the teachers this morning. Amen. Let's give God a hand praise for the ministers and the deaconette. Good points. Good points. I was sitting there soaking it in. Amen. So the topic of the lesson today class God's word and my heart. Uh-huh. So the lesson big idea class is what? Hmm, okay. And so the focus comes from Hebrew. And what does it say? The word of God is and powerful and sharper. And piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and... Woo! You mean the word do all that? Woo! So the truth about God, God's word. Is a discerner of the thoughts and intentions of our hearts. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the teachers done an excellent job teaching, but I'm I'm just gonna, you know, hit a few points here. I'm gonna come down your row and all that good stuff. <laughs> You know, you know what first lady, you know, I'm a little different. Y'all know I'm wired a little different, right? <laughs> you know. So the word of God is what? Alive. Oh, oh, oh whoa, whoa, whoa. Because half of y'all sleep. Alive. The word of God is alive. 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 Huh? Word. Woo! My God, it's living. Huh? What does it say about your God? He's a true and he ain't dead. <laughs> you don't serve no dead God. Uh-huh. Like the ones on the shelf in the stove. So he's alive, uh, true and living, and his words that he speaks. You know, every word God said to you, it causes you to live. That's right. Woo! It rejuvenates you. Huh? Everything God speaks in your direction. A God. Huh? That's how we should respond. Woo! God gave me a word. Absolutely. God spoke to me. brother. You hear from the Lord. I should be excited. It's a word in my life. Why? It's personal. It should be personal. Yes, so the prophet Jeremiah he talks about the word of God. We had a dialogue with God. God told Jeremiah, is my word like a fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> God know the value of his own word. Yeah. Huh? The word is fire. huh? He know how to burn up some stuff. Woo. My God. God. Uh, He asked Jeremiah the question Is my word like a hammer that breaks the rocks into pieces? (laughs) It'll break up some stuff. Oh my God. Uh, Have it broke up some stuff in your own life? Can I get a witness? Oh, it um, broke up some stuff in my life. Uh, it um, burned up some stuff. Uh, uh, some bad, ugly stuff. Uh, woo, that I needed to get rid re- of. Uh, oh, that I to correct. Uh, come on here. Do I have a witness that the word uh, is just that powerful? Woo! My God. When I was on track, uh, the word got me on track. Jesus, when I was thinking crazy, it didn't work. Oh, my crazy mind. The word, the word, the word. My God. So you got a treasure chest, and inside of that chest, the value of the word is worth more than silver or gold. <laughs> you got a treasure chest of wisdom and knowledge revelation. Woo! You got the mysteries of the kingdom. Woo! My God! And he chose to reveal Thank God for revelation. Thank God for revelation. Thank God for divine impartation. Oh, thank God for the wisdom that comes with his words, with the knowledge and the understanding that comes with his words. You ought to appreciate the word even more in your life when you see the power and the operation of the word of God hmm. But we have less and less appreciation for the scripture. We have more appreciation for blogs and for social media. We have more appreciation for books that ain't saying nothing. Oh, oh. I guess I'm talking to a different church. We can't rejoice at word of God anymore. We can't rejoice and be glad and happy that God is choosing to give us a word that will keep us, that will give us hope, that will give us some strength, that will give us some peace, that will give us some joy. Oh, come on here. Hmm. The word, the word. It's a living word. It's a living book. The holy scriptures. Paul told Timothy they were able to make you wise. Oh, my God. David said, it's like a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. The word, the word. Oh, it does so much. Oh, my God. That's why we got to get more word. We got to meditate Word. Uh, oh come on here. Uh, oh in the first book of Psalms uh, David described how his delight uh, was in the law of the Lord. Woo! And it is love that he meditate both day and night. His word, you should think on it, you should sleep on it, you should wake up on it, you should walk with it on a day by day basis, week by week, month by month, and year by year. It should be a treasure oh, to your spirit. It should be a treasure to your soul, to your mind. The Word got that much power and influence. He spoke the Word and the world was created. In the beginning, God. He spoke His Word and He created you. He made man what? A living He's going back to living, living, living. Because uh, he spoke. I see that He spoke uh, to the dust of the earth. Uh, my God, and that thing, the, the, the word is just so powerful. Cause the dust to wake up. Cause the mud to come up. Hallelujah and then he speak and he he breathed in his nostrils up, and he became what? a living yes. that's how powerful woo, the mouth of God is woo, by his word heavens and the earth were finally created everything you see and its magnificence and its glory was created by the word that he spoke. He divided the day and he divided the night. How? His word. Adam is real. He performed surgery and created him. How did he do that? How did he do that? How did he make these animals and put in Adam in charge? How did, keep the, how did he do all of that? How did he make the sun and the moon and the stars As and I the understand. sands of the shore? How did he do that? Can y'all help me? How did he create the trees and As all the I leaves and the grass and all the oceans? How they go in and then he go out? How did he create all of that? Huh? How did he create the world round? The whole planet is round, right? Help me out. but we ain't off. <laughs> that how did hand. he accomplish all that you are and all that you know and all that you see how? how it's by his word his word pass our understanding all these personalities All of these different peoples and all these skin colors and all these articulations and languages and cultures and all of these nations and kingdoms. How did they exist? How? How? Somebody help me today. How did all this come to being? How did all of this come to pass? He
1: spoke. get into it. Huh?
0: Huh. Y'all meditate on that for a few minutes. Huh? Because God is mind-blowing. He is Sibley. Awesome. There is nothing, nothing that compares to this God. And no wonder we praise him like we do. And no we jump and we leap and we sing and we clap and we bow down in his presence because His God is just simply amazing that's why maybe oh because when he speaks it do something when he speaks it quickens me Said it was a quickening, and it's a danger when the word don't quicken you. You on dangerous ground when the word is making you take a nap. No, no, because your spirit is dead, and you need a word revival. Uh-oh. Jesus. When your mind is drifting and you can't pay attention and you can't sit and eat his words uh, or you can't meditate and chew on his words. Uh, the problem is with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it come down your own a few minutes. It's a two-edged sword. It cuts in one direction while it also cuts in another direction, huh, has the same sharpness on both sides. So a two-edged sword is not sharp on one side and dull on another. So it cut the one that's speaking first, then it cut the hearer next. Whoever is ministering, the word gets to you first. That's if it was a word from the Lord. Uh, you, you understand what I'm saying? Uh huh. So it deals with whoever is ministering it. Uh huh. When first, then it deals with the hearer. Huh? So it has the ability to deal with both sides of the coin. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God is so meticulous and he's so awesome. He don't leave nothing left undone. He deal with it all. (laughs) Woo! And I'm so glad that he do. Don't leave me out. Oh, don't let me die. Oh, don't let me drown. Oh, come on here. Oh, you ought to thank God that the word slice you. Huh? Keep you on the right track. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to preach to others and I be a castaway. Because it's that sharp. And it's effective when it proceeds out of his mouth. He told the, the prophet that my word will not return unto me void. I believe it was Isaiah. Uh-huh. Every word that he speak. It's not over to him without accomplishing what he sent it for. Huh? If it don't affect you, cool. But guess what? It's going to affect somebody. Somebody going to get his word. Uh-huh. We all got to make up our mind that whatever God's saying and whatever God speaks, it's going to take large in my heart. Huh? Come on here. It's going to cause conviction in my life. Huh? Come on here, because the word of God also brings what? Conviction. Preacher. Yes.
1: Well, we don't understand the word of God goes out for your benefit.
0: Absolutely.
1: He sends his word for your benefit, for your life, not, not to show you up, but to cause you to live.
0: That's right. Amen. Because he said, I have plans for you of good and not of evil, saith the Lord. Huh? And so because he got good plans for you, then every word that he's saying, whether he corrects you or not, is still a good plan because he's trying to help us. It's for our own good. I didn't understand all the chastisement and and everything that I got from parents and grandmamas and them. Huh, aunties and them. I didn't understand all that at that age. But when I grew up, I got a better revelation. Why? It was for my good. And if they let me have my own way, I would shipwreck my life. Huh? That's why it would behoove this generation let somebody tell you something because you don't know everything. Uh, Young people act like they know everything because they got all this fancy technology everything at a push of a button. You know, they can dial up a word on Google and they think they got all the knowledge and all the understanding. And actually, they're more foolish now than ever. Ain't nobody tell them nothing. you You can't impart wisdom now you know, they consider they meddling and getting into their business when actually they ain't even got no business, but you trying to help, okay, well, that, that, that's a whole nother day. <laughs> uh, because that's what God do as a parent, you know, as a father. Shout, he's a good father. Uh-huh. He's looking out for us. He huh. ain't looking out for ourselves. Uh huh. He know what's up the road, and he know who for you, who against you. He know who gonna try to help you along the way, and who ain't. He know who you need to cut off and leave alone, and he try to send warning before destruction, because that's what he do for his people. He always send encouragement to try to push you, huh, and to lead you and guide you and direct you. He's a good father, cause he looks out for our benefit, whether we appreciate it or not. That's a whole nother. All away. A, a lot of times we act like we don't even appreciate God. He's sending a word to him. Cause let's face it, y'all. God don't need no help. God don't need no help, but you do. <laughs> it would behoove us to listen. Huh? I like the way my brother-in-law say, listen! <laughs> <laughs> <You still> listen! <laughs> Sometimes we talk too much. Yes, yeah, that, that's what old folks used to tell us. Uh-huh. Talk too much. Uh, that's what likes a Mother Young and Muddeals and, you know, Florida Mains. You talk too much. You get to talking so much in the line. Listen. Uh-huh. Okay, I told you. I'm gonna come down your road a few minutes. Y'all just y'all just y'all just hang on with me. A few more minutes. So the word is so effective when you pray. And see, this is the thing about prayer that we as a church need to learn. It's not just about. You know bringing your list before God even though he said make your request be made known you know that is a part of prayer but that's not the biggest part of prayer a big part of prayer is ministering before God what he's already spoke Mm mm-hmm coming before God with his word because that's the only thing God recognizes Uh but we get a, we get oh. on that. So you think that prayer is being on your knees and begging for a chicken and house and a car and a husband and a brother and a raise and I need him a chicken. I need him a... Thank you. But how many minutes did you spend in prayer ministering back to God his word?
1: That should be oh. an eye opener. Oh, well
0: maybe we about this prayer thing a little bit off. Huh. Because when his men were before him in prayer, not only did they acknowledge him and they worshiped him, because that's a part of prayer too, is worship. But they spoke back to him his word. What you, say. What you said, God. In your word, God. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I expect, and that's what I stand on, and that's what I believe. Your word. What is it? Huh? That you shall supply all of my needs according to your riches and glory. I don't know why I'm fretting and why I'm worrying, because you already spoke in your word that you were going to take care of me. But we don't take time to minister to God in faith like we believe what we read. In. He don't care about all the notes you're writing and all the scriptures you're highlighting. He all don't want to know, do you operate in faith?
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: Do you believe? Do you believe what you read? Huh? Do you put it into action? Is that your focus? Oh
1: sister, if we ever can get it in our psyche uh-huh. what the scripture said, forever lord, thy word, word is in it heaven. heaven. It don't change. Don't
0: change. So it has a keen edge on that sword. The tip of that sword is so sharp. sharp. It ain't dull like them little kitchen knives you know we use. Yeah. They even cut through some meat. But you ain't got to worry about God's word, honey. <laughs> you, you ain't got to add no sharpness to it. It's sharp enough. Uh-huh. <laughs> Woo. My God. Because <laughs> it's slices. <laughs> Woo. You don't remember them butchers. Anybody ever been to the butcher shops where, you know, you had to get them to cut, you know, some meat, some baloney, press ham out. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Y'all up in city, folks. Y'all, y'all don't know nothing about that. Uh-uh. Well, you went to the butcher and you saw them slice that whole loaf. And they was going to get sliced. And they was slicing it up. How you want it sliced? You want it thin or you want it thick? Oh, y'all don't know nothing about that. That thin slice or that thick slice. Oh, come on here. I guess I ain't talking to no country folk. Oh, come on here. But when the wife get to that on you, it don't care how you want it. Whether you want it thick or whether you want it thin. Because when God Come through with his word; huh, it's gonna do exactly what he wanted to do, whether you like it or not.
1: Ooh. The word a debone you,
0: sure enough. <laughs> Woo! My God! <gosh. laughs> the word is that tough. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> it's a two-edged sword; it divides us under soul and spirit. Y'all hear that? Your soul and your spirit. The joints in the mouth. Ow, ow, ow. <clears throat> so the word of God got a way of going deep. <clears throat> we scratch the surface. Uh-huh. But the word get down deep. <clears throat> it can, you know the little song we used to sing? You know the The neck bone connected to the shoulder bone, and the shoulder bone connected to the hip bone, and the hip bone connected to the thigh bone, and the thigh bone connected to the knee bone, and the knee bone connected to the ankle bone, and the ankle bone connected.
1: Don't start, Coco, to shouting.
0: God know how to get through all that, huh? That word get deep, bro. Ouch! Ouch! Woo! You get deep, man. Woo! The word was so tough, Elder. Not the poor man of God, hip out a joint. You wrestle with the word. How you think you gonna wrestle with God and His word? Huh? You so tough, huh? With your little faith, you think you so tough, huh? You gonna wrestle with God all night long and think you gonna walk away? Yeah, <laughs> <are> you crazy. <laughs> huh? You so tough. you think you so tough and you so up there next to Jesus God will speak one word and slice you up and spit you out I
1: did a live with the animals.
0: absolutely like he did King Nebuchadnezzar thought he was so tough thought he was going to supersede the rule of God so it lays us open. You know the fillets? How you fillet fish? Fillet, fillet that chicken breast. You fillet it and you open it up. That's what God's word do to you. That's what it do to me, you know? huh? And it shows up some stuff, huh? So that God can impart. He can fill us up. Yes, Jesus, fill me up. Fill me up, bread of heaven. Fill me till I won't no more. Here's my cup, God. Speak whatever you got to speak. If it hurt my feelings, I'll be all right. But please fill my cup. Bread of heaven. Speak, bread of heaven, minister, bread of heaven, revive, bread of heaven, restore. Yes, God, yes, God. Do it, Lord. Oh, my God, I won't get offended. I ain't going to get mad. What am I going to get mad for when he's sending something that's going to help and nourish me? Help me to grow uh, in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. How do you grow in grace and knowledge? It's got to be based on his word. Uh, and the word of God discerns yeah, our thoughts and our intentions. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna hit on that talking about motives this morning. Uh-uh. Oh, what a! Let, let's talk about that for a few minutes. So y'all talk back to me now. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. First lady that came down your road. Now y'all gonna respond. What is the word discern? What do you think that means? Because we say the word, but do you know what it means? Because we need to know what meanings are. You got phones. To distinguish and to see the difference between two or more things. Anybody got anything else to add? To judge, to discover. Oh, it's a lot that goes into discernment. huh. In actuality, that was one of the spiritual gifts that Paul talked about in the New Testament church. Is the gift to be able to discern something that we never really pray for along with the other gifts the gift of faith we don't pray for that the gift of charity we don't pray for that uh, the gift of interpretation we don't pray for that a word of wisdom word of knowledge you know, all those are gifts and we don't even pray for but we uh, we'll pray for a check in a minute uh, we, we don't pray for the gift of faith add to your faith add to virtue knowledge we don't we don't pray for none of that but we want another check And we, Uh okay, Uh okay. So it shows us where our heart is at. So to discover, because we can't discover anything unless God. uh I don't care how many books you read. I don't care how many dictionaries, how many seminaries you go to, I don't care how many theses you write, I don't care about none of that. How much you Google, how much you research, how much you spend in the library. You can sit there and watch videos and listen to scriptures and listen to sermons all day long. But until God... You don't know, you scratching your head, with a congesture and an opinion, you hear me? God got to do this. He got to uncover it. He got So you can discover. Uh, uh-huh. That's
1: a uncover to discover.
0: If he don't uncover it, you ain't gonna discover. And God is very particular with who he allows because he's got to trust you. He don't trust everybody with his treasure. His word is that important to him, even if it ain't important to you and me. It's very important to God. He don't just give a word off the press to any and everybody. You got to labor before God. And God has to make the decision, y'all hearing me, to impart into you, me, and I. No matter how eloquent you are, how educated you are, how tall, dark, handsome, Short, wide, skinny, or tall—don't matter to God, huh? How much money you got in the bank account? How much degrees you got on the wall? How many certifications you went and got? Don't matter about your 5013 c Don't matter. Hill of beans with God. Don't matter to him at all, huh? Don't matter your status, huh? In this world system, uh, your denomination, affiliation—no matter. Hill of beans with God.
1: That's His word.
0: But his word. Oh, that's, all <laughs>
1: that's
0: all. That's all. When well, you talk to God, that's all he's
1: going to talk about. Huh? I help uh, your, you.
0: your family background and what you done been through, like God don't know what you've been through. Like you're the only one that's ever been through affliction. Like you're the only one that's done suffer. Like you're the only one that he done suffered, bled, and died on the cross. Ain't none of us ninjas ain't never did nothing like that. So stop it. Miss me with that, all this whining and crying. <laughs> Stop. All we want to do is get in God present. Wang, whang, 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 whang. Woe is me, woe is me. He didn't say on the cross. Mm. (laughs) Come on now. Let's think about this thing for a minute. It's what God chooses. To endorse. If God is not endorsing it, it ain't going nowhere. I don't care how well spoken it is. I don't care how deep and eloquent we think we are and how smart we think we are and influential because this is a culture of influential. Uh God's got to endorse it. Uh If God ain't Ministers, preachers, right. teachers, evangelists, yeah. missionaries, apostles, yeah. prophets, yeah. deacons, yeah. deaconets, yeah. leaders. Uh-huh. He's got to shake the soul of his anointing. That's right.
1: Are oh, it ain't going nowhere.
0: Because the letter it. And, and the spirit. But the spirit. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 So you'd have all the scripture you have all, huh, knowledge of the books, Come on, preacher. theology, philosophy. But if he don't endorse it, it ain't we'll have insult. Ain't going It ain't going nowhere. <laughs> don't mean a thing. Huh? It's just dry, empty words. Yeah. Hmm? And you need a live word. <laughs> Come on here, can I get a witness? <laughs> we got a live enemy. <laughs> we got live issues, and I need a lively word. I got real deal ninjas to deal with. Oh, <laughs> On both sides of the coin. Mhm. Real deal stuff Did I face Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You hear me? It's a war going on up above your head. Uh-huh. In the atmosphere, and it's warring against you and me. Anybody that calls them names under the name of Christ, especially. Uh-huh. I need a lively word. I need a word that's in season. You hear me? It's more than just a sermon, but I need something in season. Yes ma'am. yes, ma'am. Yes ma'am. It's not just about your notes. That's for you. That ain't for God. <laughs> I need something in season, Please, ma'am. sir.
1: You see it's something that is so very important. You told him your enemy is alive. Huh? And you need a live word to fight. I need a live
0: enemy. word. <laughs> yes, sir. Woo! My God. But we need the God to restore us with his word. We need him to establish us and revive us and renew us so we can recover. My God, all the year Hank the worm, the Palmer worm, and the great caterpillar ain't away. We need some restoration. And how are we gonna get restored as a people of God? It's got to be with his word. We need more word to convert the soul. Deaconette made a mention of making the simple wise calls us to make some good decisions because what the word does, it opens our eyes. (laughs) My God, the man of God said the word was so sweet, it was sweeter than honey. It don't get sweeter than that. That's how the word should be in your life it's so sweet to me my God God is so sweet he's so precious everything he said and when he say and when he say "the," it's so sweet it's like honey my God when he say trust my God when he say obey when he say it right yeah that's like honey
1: Word.
0: It's word. It comes alive, don't it? <laughs> it does CPR on the dead yes, spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody ever experienced CPR? <laughs> you ever been around where somebody needed the cardiopulmonary resuscitation? And they doing. Because <laughs> you gotta do it hard and fast. To revive the heart, that's what the word is doing to the heart and the soul of man. It revives. It gives you life. It gets the blood flowing. It gets the spirit flowing. It gets everything active. Come out here! We need some spiritual CPR. Mm -hmm. It don't even worry about breathing no more. Oh God, Jesus, revive me again, oh God, the things I once held dear, revive me, oh God, to the place where I first received you. No, I had an encounter with Jesus. I went to a meeting one night and my heart wasn't right. But something got a hold of me. And I'm glad it got a hold of me. His word was a spark that changed my direction. It changed my life. It changed my attitude. It changed my direction. It did so much for me. The word was the catalyst. To you living and not dying and declaring the works of the Lord. Oh my God, the Word did that. It brought you into a new kingdom, a new territory, a new mindset. Oh my God, the Word did that. The Word drew me. When I heard the anointed preacher, and it was an anointed preacher, ha, oh, I came out of my seat ha, and I went to the altar. Ha, I didn't understand it, ha, I knew I didn't fit, I didn't belong because I wasn't like everybody else, but God had another say. Woo! The word brought you out of darkness into the marvelous light. It was his word that transformed you into the kingdom of his dear son. It was his word that gave you a recharge. The old man has passed away. Hold, all things have become new. It was by his word. My baby yo so you can stumble around it uh, you can get rocks in your jaws when the word come forth all you want to but God's got a people yeah. he's got a people reserved uh, that's gonna love on him and love his word yeah. oh he's got a people that Bible says uh, when the prophet thought he was the only one uh, that was saving Israel. Uh, He had to bust a profit bubble. He said, no, bro. I got thousands out there that hadn't bowed a knee to bail. I got some people out there that ain't even kissed another God. Oh, uh, while you skirting around and slipping and tipping, huh? You ain't the only one that's got the word. Huh? You ain't the only one that's saved. Huh? You ain't the only one that God picking up and using. You ain't the only one God is endorsing. Huh? Oh, come on here. Huh? He said, I got a people huh? that refuse to bow huh? to another. Uh, because they sold out uh, their heart is fixed uh, their mind is made up uh, and I ain't going nowhere come hell come high water whatever come whatever go, I'm here to stay and I'm going to stand on a solid rock uh, and his name is Jesus uh, and everything about Jesus smile and the devil have a headache. I ain't going nowhere. Uh-huh. You need to give the enemy a headache for a change. Uh, let them give you a headache. Won't you flip it? Uh-huh. Speak the word. <laughs> uh, because it starts with what? Confession. You got to confess it. You got to speak it. And then you got to believe. Mm-hmm. Let the words of my mouth. And the meditation. So first we got to speak. The words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart. So the word has got to get in here. Uh-huh. You can't just stop and speak it. So we got a lot of people that think they can just stop right there. But the meditation of my
1: heart.
0: Huh? And so what else did the scripture say? It's got to be acceptable. Because God don't accept any and everything. He don't accept any and everything. Mm-hmm. He proved it to you in the Old Testament, didn't you? Huh? When the priest went to the temple, they had to offer up sacrifice for the people. They had to come to God a certain way. They had to be dressed a certain way, they had to be washed and clean. they had to clean out there and put on clean clothes and they had to come up for a clean and a holy God and they had to offer a sacrifice for him and the people and if God didn't accept it, they was dead as a doorknob and they had a little rope around them and then the people pulled out there because they weren't going in there with a living God Any because they wasn't no food all day and they weren't finna go in there and get killed. Don't you be a fool and partake of somebody else saying, huh, you got enough to deal with your own mess, with your own Kool-Aid, your own soup. You better get your hands." For folk, and let God deal with them. You put them before the altar of prayer and let God deal with folk. Oh my God, who am I speaking to this morning? Oh, when God gets to swinging, and when God gets to chastising, and when God gets to rebuking, you better be careful that you don't have your hands on them, on him or her, or it, because God is no respecter person, and He is somebody you play with.
1: You ain't gonna wait till you move your hand you're just gonna get yours cut off too
0: because the word was designed to keep you from sin mm. yeah it's supposed to penetrate and saturate our dirty evil heart uh, that's all i got wow
1: wow that girl said some things this morning That should have been stirring in all our Kool-Aid. Huh? My God, my God. Y'all remember what she said when y'all get to saying y'all prayers. It's by his word. Wow.
0: Let's take up our Sunday school offering.